Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Daniel Woodford. Thanks for being on the show, Daniel. Thanks for having me, Whitney. Appreciate it. Yeah, I've been pleased to get to know Daniel a little bit. I've seen him at different conferences and we've gotten to talk and I'm pleased to know him. He is making big things happen in this industry and he's done a lot. He's a principal at Mission Bay Capital Partners, focused on raising capital for the purposes of funding medium to large scale multifamily projects throughout the United States. His experience real estate acquisitions and development professional specializing in multifamily mixed use assets in emerging markets. He manages all investment activities, including acquisitions, capital sourcing, asset management, and disposition. And Daniel, you know, thank you again for just for your time and sharing your expertise with the listeners. And can you tell them a little bit more about who you are, who Mission Bay is, and, and let's dive into a very important topic in this industry. Certainly. So yeah, Daniel Woodford, Mission Bay Capital Partners. And really Mission Bay Capital Partners is our organization that we put together to specifically raise capital for multifamily investments. Of course, my partner, I know that you know my partner, Christine Jefferson, and she and I have been working diligently to really set the foundation to be able to ramp up our capital raising um, efforts so that we can, you know, really continue to invest in large and larger multifamily deals. And not just large and larger, but have the capability to invest in really other investors' deals and really do that simultaneously. So we're, we're really excited about the platform that we're putting together right now. We invest in certainly multifamily uh, properties throughout the mid-Atlantic. Uh, we also like a lot, of the air, a lot of areas in the Southeast, and we also have some properties that we have in Texas. So we work with a lot of acquisition partners, and those acquisition partners are out. Uh, they help us find and source deals, and then we help them finance them and, and, and actually get them to the closing table. So that's, that's one of the things that we're pretty excited about. Nice. And, you know, so Daniel, I know you all have been successful raising capital. And I wanted us to kind of hammer on that a little bit, focus on the raising capital portion of, of your all's business, and, and maybe you can elaborate on how you all have been successful. And I, I know, you, you know, the way you do that now has probably changed from when you started, you know, and, and you've probably grown a lot into that and you're very experienced. So, you know, I guess get us started, somebody that's getting started to raise capital, but some ways that, you know, things that you all do now that maybe you wish you were, you, know, you had implemented when you started that somebody that the listener can. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it has definitely changed uh, since since we started. Since we started, I guess, you know, with our first syndication, that was back in 2014, we syndicated a 98-unit deal. On that deal, we had we were raising $2 million, and, you know, we really had a challenge in getting that, that deal across the finish line. I mean, I can remember, you know, being two weeks out and having several hundred thousand dollars still to raise, and, you know, that's not fun, you know, and Fast forward to today where, you know, after bringing Christine Jefferson on board with us, we recently raised two and a half million dollars for a deal that we just closed a couple months ago in Georgia. And then on the heels of that, because we put these systems in place, a lot of these systems were due to uh, one of our other partners, John, John Lee. We were able to, uh, on the heels of that, jump to the challenge of raising eight and a half million dollars, which we were able to accomplish that and get that property. We're almost done, but you know we're about uh, a million or so shy right now. But we're we're able to get relatively close to that number, 
in a short order of time. So we're really excited about the fact that we're able to raise the capital in that manner. We're just going to keep growing it from there. Nice. There's not many people that can raise that kind of capital that fast. And so what's contributed to that? What are some key things that's, you know, that's really helped you to go from press struggling to raise, you know, 2 million to be on over almost 8 million? I think I can attribute that a lot to technology for us. A lot of it is that we just implemented or recently implemented our new online portal. Um, that obviously does a couple things for us. It makes us, um, you know, a look a little bit more professional when we're dealing with investors, certainly. So investors are able to get online, see their positions, see, their, see what they're invested in, see what their returns and distributions and that type of thing. And then they're also able to get all of their, all their documentation in one location. So that's one of the things that has benefited us. The other thing is, you know, with, with implementation of this portal, is we're able to do everything basically electronically and online with regards to the entire syndication process. So from contacting our investors to providing them with a webinar to signing documents to wiring funds, all of that is done within our portal. That's really something that's kind of streamlined what we do. The other thing is, you know, at times from time to time, we have what we call acquisition partners that help us with raising capital. We call them acquisition partners or some call them capital raisers, but they help us and assist us with raising capital. One of the things that we're able to do with our portal is that we're able to, to essentially brand that company or that individual with essentially a portal of their own. So we put their logo on our portal. It appears as if it's their portal, which it is. It really is their portal. And they're able to communicate exactly the same fashion that we are with their investors. And so it really makes them look very professional and a lot of our capital raisers like that aspect. And so that has really helped us uh, jumpstart our, our, our capital raising business also. Nice. So, you know, obviously you weren't doing everything electronically when you were, you know, you were first getting started, right? I mean, you're pushing those, you're printing out all them subscription agreements and mailing them or, or, you know, or just emailing and hoping they mail it back to you or, you know, that takes a long time and to track all that, right? It really does. It, it really takes a long time to track that. And uh, of course, you know, within the portal, it tracks all of that from start to finish. And so we can pinpoint exactly where everyone is within the acquisition process and communicate with them fairly directly. And then, of course, you know, one of the biggest aspects of, you know, our investors is everybody's busy, right? Everybody's busy in, in, in this day and age. Either they have families, uh, work, work life, you know, and, and that type of thing. So, Removing that aspect of having to print out a subscription agreement, you know, ours is about 20 pages or so, having to read that, having to, you know, sign it, scan it back in, email, that's just a challenge. And we've kind of removed that, that kind of hurdle from individuals so that they can easily get into and be a part of our syndication. How did you select this specific platform to, I mean, to you, I mean, it's a big step, right? I mean, to sign up with somebody like that, you know, how, how did you select them? What are some pros or cons that, you know, that allowed you to eliminate and say, okay, this is one we're going to pursue? Yeah, so we evaluated uh, uh, several platforms, and one of the, the main uh, criteria was obviously usability for our investors. We wanted it to be simple. We wanted it to be straightforward. We wanted it to be clean. And then also we wanted it to fit our business plan. One of our business plans was we want to be able to also raise capital with our acquisition partners or our capital raisers. We wanted a platform that would kind of manage that process also. And then we also selected a, a portal that, you know, is relatively, let's call it relatively small and they don't have a large clientele. So we're able to really 
talk directly to the developer with regards to this portal. We're all we're almost able to, and in fact, we are able to kind of massage it and give feedback on the portal and suggestions on what can be done to add features to the portal. And we kind of get that real time. I mean, they're able to update the portal real time. So it's almost like we're getting our own portal here. When would you say someone's ready to use something like a portal like that or, or to make that step of that kind of investment? I mean, you're right. There is an investment involved. You know, I, I would say after, you know, a couple of syndications, when you've kind of built up a network or a database of investors, I don't know what that number is. It's probably at least 50 to 100. It probably makes sense at that point. I wouldn't think it would be your first indication, but after you've kind of built up a network type of thing. So what are some other pieces of technology or something that you all have used to help raise capital? So the other thing that we do is, and you know, we're not, not really unique to us. We've gotten cues from the market and that type of thing, but I mean, we do webinars. We feel that webinars are an aspect that are, that's been very successful for us in getting individuals really kind of, not necessarily just giving the information to the individuals, uh, which obviously that's the main point of it, but it also gets individuals kind of excited about our property, our project. And I'll, I'll tell you a story here in a second. But a lot of times from our webinars, uh, we're able to get individuals to commit fairly, fairly quickly, which is the goal. Get the information, get them excited, get them to commit. And that's the goal. So on our very first webinar, which was a couple of years ago, Christine and I, we put the webinar together. Let's say 12 or 14 people on the webinar. So we said, okay, this is pretty good. We got a couple of people here that, that this is looking pretty good. And we got to the end of the webinar and we didn't have any questions. And Christine and I were like, we got off the webinar and we're like, oh man, either this went absolutely great or it was a complete flop. And so we had no questions. So, but, and then a day later we opened up our portal and we have over a million dollars in commitments just right after our webinar. So we were absolutely just, I mean, we were just bored, wow. to be honest. And so, so that's kind of what we've kind of implemented. So I would recommend that, you know, I see a lot of webinars, a lot of great webinars out there. What technology do you use to do the webinar specifically? Let's see. So we started with Zoom and then we moved to another platform. I believe it's called Webinar Jam. I'll get that information for you. I believe that's who you are. Christine really leads up that entire process. He evaluated several different webinar providers, and I believe Webinar Jam is who we use at this point. Okay. What made that webinar so successful? Or, 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 you know, or even since then, you know, I'm sure, you know, two years, you know, you all have done many of these webinars now. What are some keys or some things that we need to think about when we're doing our own webinars? Well, I think when we first started, you know, one of the first webinars was figuring out the technology and not necessarily going into the webinar, you know, kind of figuring out the technology and kind of fumbling around. We made that mistake on one of our, you know, early, early on webinars. I won't say mistake, but, you know, we got through it and then we got better, you know, and so we kind of, I think that's one of the things you would look at. Cool. Uh, and, and I hear mixed opinions about like answering investor questions. You were talking about, you know, you all didn't get any questions. Do you all leave that wide open, you know, for investors to ask questions during a webinar and, and how do you take in, do they ask questions through Webinar Jam or is it like through email? How do you all manage that? There's a uh, chat room that we use to kind of manage that entire process. So we've got Don Lee, like I said, our acquisition manager that's kind of running the entire platform for us as we're doing this webinar. And either he will basically relay that question that comes to the chat room. Um, there's also an opportunity on the platform to kind of hit click a button to raise your hand. So we also are able to acknowledge investors and they're able to ask us directly their questions. Nice. Yeah, that's really nice. And then 
so you use a webinar jam, you're doing a webinar. Are your webinars mostly for raising the capital, obviously to present the deals? Are you, or are you doing also any webinars like even after you close? So we have not done any webinar jam after we close. It's really one of the things that we're, we're certainly looking at to, to add to what we do. Currently, that's what we do. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I like the webinars. You know, how are you preparing for the webinar? Is, that, is it uh, slides that they're seeing? Or are they actually seeing you and Christine? Or Well, they are slides. Yeah, and I, I purposely, you know, keep the video off of me. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah, we have a, we have a set of uh, slides, slides that, we, that we present that people ask for the investors are seeing. And then any other pieces of technology that you all might use or, or tips for a webinar or that you would give to somebody that's, you know, getting started and presenting their deal to investors? I can't think of anything off the top of my head other than, again, just understanding the platform, ensuring this. We dry run it several times just to ensure that, that it comes across smooth and professional. And that's kind of what I think has worked for us. Yeah, no, that's important. Test it first, right? You know, so Daniel, you know, if you have 30 seconds to a minute with somebody and, you know, they're asking you, I'm sure you get this question as often as I do, getting started in the syndication business, what advice do you give them? I'm a firm believer of two things, and that is education. That's the first thing, because obviously you don't want to jump into a syndication. It's a complex process, first of all. It's already complex enough, and then do it without, you know, some sort of formal education or some sort of, you know, guidance is challenging. And then the other thing is, from a credibility standpoint, I believe that individuals should partner with someone who has done it before because if you're just starting, you know, and you want to jump into a 200-unit building, it's very difficult to raise capital for something like that if you haven't done it before or you don't have credibility on your team in order to do that. You know, one of the things that I did early on was, you know, I realized that I needed to get my, I needed to bolster my resume, essentially, so that I could be credible and be, you know, have the experience. And the first thing we did or I did was I got into a large deal with a large developer. It was an adaptive reuse building. I know I've said it a couple of times, but it was adaptive reuse building, 176 units. It's a 300,000 square foot tobacco factory that we're converting into lifestyle apartments. And, you know, when I say that to individuals, you know, a lot of people think, oh, that's an interesting project. That's pretty cool. But I really did that just because I wanted to partner with somebody who knew the business, who I could kind of leverage their resume and put that on my resume. And all of a sudden now I've got, you know, I've got something that's substantial on my resume. Then my business started growing, growing from there. So partnering and education is what I say is probably the two biggest things. I agree. I agree completely and can relate firsthand. What's a way that you've recently improved your business that we could all apply to ours? Well, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit and that was just adding that technology. I can't think of anything else. I know that we've kind of we've added more personnel to our company. Our company is growing. So that's one of the avenues that really has made our company kind of take us a large step forward, particularly in adding someone specifically, bringing on our partner with Christine specifically to raise capital, bring on John Lee. We have a financial analyst now that reviews all of our deals. We also have an avenue that, that we have that we're, we're just testing out right now. That is you know, we have an an avenue that where in, uh, individuals or investors can submit deals to us that our financial analysts will review for you know, see if we are able to partner with that individual and help them in any way with regards to financing, with regards to raising capital, risk capital, you know, that type of thing. Well, that's great stuff. And, you know, when you can start seeing the need to hire somebody, 
you know, just seeing your business grow, it's, it's a great feeling. And it's neat that, you know, you all are seeing that and you're adding people like Christine, obviously, we want to get her on the show. And then you've added John and then you've added somebody that's, you said, doing more underwriting and analyzing deals. What, what we have, and then we have several acquisition partners now that help us. And you know, when they find those deals, that's something that we can look at and the return numbers are there. We partner with them, find, help finance and help raise, you know, the entire, help them get it across the finish line. Yeah, Daniel, what's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? I think that just kind of perseverance, really. And I think one of the other main reasons is it might be a, a big cliche or a overstated or sometimes, but it's really that reason. It's that reason why, you know, for me, you know, I worked for the government. I was in the military. I loved being in the military, but in the last two duty stations, last nine or 10 years of my life, I spent, you know, two years uh, commuting to work and two years commuting back. I lived in LA and I watched Washington, DC. Couldn't afford to live anywhere near the base. So it was like a large commute for me. I was like, I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to own my own time and I'm going to be able to spend time with my family. And so that's kind of what drives me. Wow. Yeah, I can relate to that. Thank you for your service. How do you like to give back? I do a lot of things with uh, veteran uh, type organizations. One of the things uh, that we do is there's a, a veteran organization here that I I've done this once before, which I, so I, I do like the t- I do a 25 mile bike ride to support our local veterans here in the Washington, D.C. area. It was painful on the first one last year. Um, this year, hopefully I'll get a little bit better on my time. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I, I like to support veterans where I can. Great. Uh, we appreciate that. Daniel, you've been a great guest. I really appreciate you talking about how you all have been successful raising capital from that first webinar to how you're doing it now and using a portal and how that's that's really changed and improved the way you all operate in raising capital, communicating with investors. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about your all's company. Yeah, certainly. Uh, our website is www.missionbasecp.com. C is in capital, P is in partner, CP. My email address is uh, daniel at missionbasecp.com. Great. Daniel, thank you again. Appreciate your time and sharing your expertise. I appreciate the listeners being with us today. I hope you're with us every day. And go to LifeBridge Capital and connect with me. Also go to the Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show, so we can all learn from experts like Daniel and grow our businesses together. And I hope you're sharing the show, and we will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.